it's here. Peloton's best offer of the season. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton tread. Choose from accessories like a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, yoga blocks, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. Hurry, Peloton's best offer of the season is here, but not for long. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access memberships separate. Limited time offer cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. There's only one review of the rings, only one that can bring the fan base to its will. And we do not share power. Welcome back uh, to another um, review of the rings. We are going to be today reviewing Lord of the Rings, the review. I got it wrong, the review of the rings. The Lord of the Rings, the rings of power is what I'm trying to say. Uh, episode five was this week. Um, if you remember last week, I was really, really positive. Kyle, mm-hmm. not quite as much, but still kind of fairly mm-hmm. positive. So let's see how kind of things went this week. As always, if you're watching this on YouTube, please like, subscribe. We've got, I think, just over 500 subscribers. How many have we got just now, uh, Kyle? 562 right now. We so, want to get that to yeah. over 1,000 for reasons. So, you know, help us out with that, please. If you like the show, you know, it would help. <laughs> uh, you know, if you just if you like it, you know. Um, mm. And as always, our details are on screen. So contact us, let us know what you'd like to see us discuss maybe more on the show or any of the shows that we, we cover in the Genreverse Podcast Network. Um, Kyle will tell you kind of more about all the different options that are available for you if, you if you're looking for some of the other genre and geek shit that we are into and that we like to talk about online. We'll tell you about that later on. I'm Cam Clark. This is Kyle Malone. We're back. So, Kyle, how are you? Um, hanging in there, man. It's it's the weekend. Uh, lots of stuff to to catch yeah. up on. Christine's doing better, which is good. Although I cooked uh, I cooked uh, some sausage this morning, and I guess Ooh. the COVID smell still all up in her up in her uh, nasal like, passages. So she, she was like, "No, nah, I'm not. I'm I not ain't doing that." And yeah. and it's good good yeah, American sausage, you know. Good American sausage, of course. Well, to no, what no, no, no. So Britain, no, 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 there is. So UK's got decent sausage too. Uh, of course, Germany and other some other I Europeans was do. Say Germany must be uh, the kings but, of the sausage. But oh my God, does does uh, Japan have like shit? Here, right. sausage I've like there's been. there's yeah. like little vienna sausage looking things but they're they're breakfast sausages and i'm just like nah man that's that's just not. doesn't cut so it, it was a it was a dig to our friends out out east not to our uh uh former overseers across the uh, <laughs> the atlantic that's <laughs> gonna say you'll take the sausages we we designed and you'll like them oh i do and 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 uh uh god's honest truth if i could get uh a uh, euro style bacon more regularly, I would I would probably die of a heart attack because man, yeah, when I don't we, think when we went to Ireland like and bacon had in America, I don't, what, I don't, think, I don't think hobbits would like bacon in America. No, probably, probably not. But uh, I love I love the uh, bacon in in uh, in Ireland that we we had, and uh, I mean American belly bacon is is good, but back bacon, why it's called bacon is is yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty damn good too. That's, that's but, the only thing I would eat. Yeah. Uh, away hey, from oh, food. Away from food. Well, you know, <laughs> we're we're going to feast instead on on. Well, I'll tell you what, where we're going to start, Kel, because um, no, I'd, normally we start with you, so we're going to start with you again in terms of giving us your thoughts on the episode. But I'm oh, also okay. very intrigued because Kel sent me a message this morning, 
And all this message said was, I can't wait to talk to you today because I'm upset. Yes. And I said, what? Upset? Why? Why? What's, you know, I, I'm, I'm feeling to see what it is that's been kind of so upset. And so I'm intrigued because he would not tell me. So uh, there may be something that you have to get into more in the spoiler section. Yes. Just to point out, we be. will be doing non-spoiler reviews we'll give our grades first and then we'll get into a bit more detail where you know we're hoping that you've you've also watched the episode oh you just don't give a shit really you know mm, about you spoilers so go for it um, what do you think so, of episode five this this was rushed uh there's a lot in here a lot of good stuff in here but a lot of things that feel like you're missing context or just would have would have been better had they pump the brakes, maybe added another episode to this series and made it nine instead of eight uh, to flesh this episode five, a middle episode out. Right. Uh, all three uh, uh, stories, the Southlands, Num Numenor, and the, the Elfdorf stuff going on, all three suffered from a bit of this. However, Numenor seemed to suffer the least with it. Um, but there were still some, some issues. Now, what what was it? Is it editing? Is the the things that I I wish or think should be there or might have been there? Are they yeah, on the so cutting it, room floor? I'm trying to think how to get where you're coming from without getting any spoilers because obviously yeah. you'll be able to say specifically. So they should have had more of this. They should have more of that once we get past right. that stage. So so did it feel like you know it was all just too choppy? It all moved along too quick. It, it was felt... plot driven rather than character driven. Is that maybe what you're trying to get? At? Maybe I'm not. I'm not sure why it ended up this way, but that's what it was. And everything here is is good. Um, there were again a, a couple of technical issues. The uh, the um, wargs, or yeah, wolves, yeah. whatever yeah. the Harfoots call yeah. them. Uh, uh, those again, um, when they were up close, it looked a, a little bit better this time than the. Uh, than the orc camp. Yeah, I would but agree with that. Yep. When they were running away, mm -hmm. they the again the weight thing and the the issue with uh, uh, ground contact was uh, quite visible again. And for the first time, I think mostly because of how much more we saw, the uh, printed scale uh, undershirts under the armor definitely is rubbing me the the wrong way. It bunches up a hell of a lot more. It doesn't feel or look like armor it looks like in, instead of making under armor like chainmail and things that people would wear under the plates mm -hmm. it they they were trying to you know maybe efficiency may maybe comfort maybe uh cost whatever it was that caused them to just 3d print you know textures on it that definitely became an, an issue to me as I could see just so do bunched you mean up. the Numenorian armor like yes, they're wearing under, towards the end, under the plate pale, yes. pale white and there's that kind of it's almost like it looks as if it's supposed to have a chainmail effect underneath yes, like a scales or something and yeah it bunches up so so much in fabric that and again uh it's yeah. been in past episodes but here you see a lot more of it and it just it kind of took me out of the out of the thing because there there was this you know just fabric bunched up underneath underneath the arm sticking out of the the plates I think and stuff a fair like point. that. So. We, you know, I know Chamber and I disagreed kind of on this. What's 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 you? You know, but I, I don't think the costumes are as as kind of as good as they were in the movies. Even the mm -hmm. Hobbit, I include within that because I had a lot of issues with the Hobbit, but the costuming department wasn't one of them, um, and it's just not. It does feel 
you know, if maybe we had never seen those movies, maybe. and this was the first thing we'd seen, I'd maybe be more flexible towards it, to be fair. Maybe. Uh, but because we kind of have, and then I also compare it to maybe House of the Dragon, which I know it's a different feel tonally, so their armor's not supposed to be quite, you know, it's not made by elves and people with special powers, it's just dudes with hammers and metal, you know. Um, yeah. It's, you know, it just doesn't feel as somehow lived in, lived in and real. And I know the Numenorians don't have much <clears throat> sort of conflict history at this point, <clears throat> mm-hmm. so it probably isn't used much, but, um, but I, that's the feel I kind of get, you know. Yeah. And then I guess I'll say the the last thing, uh, not really a spoiler, but Galadriel does a sparring match. Um, guys, stop using. I know it looks cool and it makes uh, it makes characters seem really badass when they take on multiple uh, uh, people at one time. But you're always left with some choreography where someone is standing and could easily be attacked from behind. And there's literally a person just waiting behind for for the, for the next the move. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And that, again, is, is one of those little things. It's nitpicky, and it happens in Star Wars. It happens here. It happens everywhere. I, I'm not a big Game of Thrones fan, but I'm sure it's probably happened in, yeah, in there absolutely. once or twice. That's, that's, it's, yeah. it's annoying, guys, because you, you can see the person just standing there like, oh. I you, think they can it's almost bad. The I an- hate that. <laughs> the antithesis of, of that is like the Battle of the Bastards episode. I know you've never watched Game of Thrones, which is... Was that fi- a- uh, episode, season five? Because I watched all of season five. Was that the one where like dudes like surrounded all yeah, around? Yeah, yeah, and- yeah, yeah. And they're closing yeah, in and yeah. closing in and shit. Now that that wasn't people waiting to have a fight. That was that mm. was a genuine, you know, but... That's The brutality yeah. of it, you know, I, I get, you know... That's what made that so special. I guess mm-hmm. if you like, so you you don't normally see that in in yeah. choreography. To be fair, yeah. So uh, other than that, uh, still really story story wise solid, uh, character wise solid. Disappointing for the elf stuff, and we'll we'll get into that with the the spoilers. Disappointing in what I think was potentially missing. You know, so yeah. Right. You, I'll be interested to see you hear your kind of spoiler thoughts on that. Um, yeah. I mean. What, what grade did you give it, first of all? Uh, I think I would probably just give this a solid B. Okay. So, I mean, we're not too much different. This is my kind of lowest-rated episode. I gave it a B+. Plus. Um, it, there wasn't anything major jumping out that I, I particularly disliked, but, you know, I kind of felt like... Excuse me. I don't know, the flow just didn't seem quite right this week compared to previous weeks i don't know if that's it's interesting actually that you said that you felt like it needed more time this episode to kind of mm-hmm. to spread out because one of the criticisms i always talk about the criticisms i see online and how crazy they are are people saying it's too slow and it needed to move a lot of those scenes along quicker do you know what i mean so it, it just shows you that kind of subjective view out yeah. there that that people have and it just depends what you like as a a show what you like as a film and all that sort of stuff as well so you know overall i just there were some good moments but there was also just a couple of little things that i'd have to get into specifics that didn't so much annoy me but concerned me about the you know like a, a stone starts an avalanche right so mm-hmm. something that happens now kind of an impact in future seasons as we go along if that yes. makes sense 
And there was a couple of little details were there where I thought, I don't know if I would have did that. You know, and I might be wrong and I might come back in the end and say, actually, you know, I was wrong and that was a really good choice. But at the moment, I, you know, it just gives me that pause for doubt again. Whereas last week kind of won me over and I was like, I'm not such a fan of this show. There was such, such great things in there. This week kind of brought me back to that. They, but they, they could still mess this up. They really could still yeah. mess this up. You know, and I was worried again, you know, what being overly not liking anything. You talked about and there's a sparring scene we, we can talk about you know that without saying the major spoilers oh my god those guys at uh, reviews of power spoiling I did not know Galadriel was going to spare someone and I'm so yeah. Right now. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean you could have just watched the promo which shows a little bit of that in it but you yeah. know I think that you know we're not going to tell you the ins and outs of it at first I was like no please no right <laughs> as I don't, don't do this do you know what I mean because it just it started badly for me but they mm. kind of won me over in the end and one of the things i think they tried to do to to uh to counter your point right is they put a pillar like, almost in the way right where that mm-hmm. that takes place and i think that was to try and hide that that fact that you know like what i would go back to is do you remember in daredevil the first season of daredevil they have the corridor fight yeah, yeah, and because of the environment they're in, the corridor fight works because it's hard for people to gang up them. So they're kind of yep. all coming in one at a time, and it was easy to yep. choreograph. I think they tried to do that here, and like eighty percent they got it right, but there was a couple of moments that yep. that, that fell off. Um, but I really did hate the way that started because I, I won't get any until we get into spoilers. But I just at that point I was like, please don't do this, please don't do this. And then, but then there's like, it wasn't that bad, you know. <laughs> um, there was a couple of little lore details which get into again. I'll get into in the spoilers. That I was like, mm, okay. Um, and I guess here's my thing. Um, I'm going to talk about. A little bit about you know if you've if you've not watched any of these episodes at all, what you're doing even watching this this review show. But you know if if you've just not watched this week's, the big talk online has been who is Sauron, right? And who is Sauron, and is Sauron going to be a main character? I kind of feel like they keep giving us they're they're trying to play to that too much now. Does that kind make of like sense? The Mephisto thing from uh, you Marvel, know, almost, even though you they know, didn't play into it willingly they they were playing into it if you believe kevin feige they were they were playing into it by borrowing everything with the guy and then just cutting him out including stuff from no way home where they yeah, use yeah. the uh one a, more day story a but similar anyways. kind of example yeah. yeah but maybe a different kind of reason behind it and stuff like that i, I guess but you know this I think might be they, more on known, purpose yes absolutely i think they they've known going in that they were going to tease this and going to try and make everybody think that sauron could absolutely be anybody it could be that rock sitting over there you know what i mean and realistically if if sauron just is three different people let's just say for example you couldn't say oh that's terrible it it could actually work but i think they're giving us all the reasons why it's not certain people and then keeping teasing other things that could be it and i'm kind of getting a bit just fed up with it now because I don't believe any of these people are Sauron for a second and if any of them are 
I'm going to be really upset because then there has been some bad writing because I'm going to start going back and looking at that character's history and yeah. going, why would Sauron do this and why would Sauron do that? And, you know, and it, it just the list for each, we'll get to it when we get to spoilers, but the list for each is too much. So, you know, for a fan like me, me that maybe knows the lore enough to be able to say, well, none of these people make sense, I'm not particularly enjoying that aspect of it anymore. Whereas for the casual people that, you know, don't know the lore, the internet's still full of, oh my God, this week proved that so-and-so was Sauron. And I'm like, really? What no, do, you, do you think that this is kind of uh, uh, similar to uh, the Wheel of Time and and the the Chosen One or whatever? I forget what ah, the yeah, I mean, was. That's a good point. Um, no. <laughs> no, I don't think that's good. <laughs> well, okay. <let> me... <laughs> that's a good point. It's that so solid logical yeah. avenue of approach, but <laughs> here's here's my reasoning behind that. Because as we talked about in real time, the whole there was a mystery of the who the dragon was was not the a dragon, mystery to anyone who read the books. It was right. It wasn't ever made implicit, but it was so obvious because no one writes a book where any other character could have been the dragon if it wasn't mm -hmm. him. It, it just didn't make any sense, right? Where they never explicitly say it. Plus, they give you lots of hints that you're supposed to pick yeah. up on. Yet, at the same time, there were people confirmed I've spoke to online who didn't realise Rand was the dragon until book two. And you're like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? How, <laughs> how, how is that even possible? I don't get it. So, um... I think the difference is I think the show were kind of right to do that in some respects, but by where they maybe, they, they maybe did play into it a little bit too much at certain points that we discussed during this, the series as well. Like they, they tried to do a couple of things here and there to make that seem um, like it could be other people that they didn't need to. And, and I wonder whether maybe maybe something similar is happening here, but it's it's in a different way. I think, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a bit, I don't think it's the same situation. I just think there may be some similarities, though, to, to what you were discussing. So, yeah, that's yeah. my kind of non-spoiler thoughts this week, if you like. Cool. Where are we starting with the, where are we starting with the spoilers today, man? We got three, three arcs. Where, where do you want to, where do you want to hear, uh, go to right, first? Spoiler alert. We're going to yep. get um, Okay, so. You talked about. I want to hear what you thought about the whole uh, elf stuff and what was going on with the elves and what you were your concerns there. Let's so, start with the whole uh, London part of the episode. We we know that a lot of people, including myself, I think even you have have said that the the stuff with uh, Elrond and Durin is it D U or T U D. D for Delta. Because okay, I saw someone type it out as T-U uh, And so there's online, another but... character in the Legendarium called Turin. Oh, maybe And they're... it's really a famous character, so I, you could be maybe, getting mixed up yeah. there. Okay, yeah. no, no, no problem then. Uh, but we've all really enjoyed Durin and, and Elrond. Mm -hmm. um, and we've been hungry for more of the Elrond and Celebrimbor Kella, because that's going to be a should be a big big deal i've been waiting mm -hmm. to see more of more of their uh interactions and everything um and gilgalad his his talks we've only got one talk with with uh uh him and and uh uh 
Elrond before Elrond. way way back in the uh like first or second yeah. second episode after they send uh Galadriel off, uh Galadriel off. We know from context that Gilgalad probably sent Elrond with his own, you know, uh uh desires and without telling Elrond. So that context is fine when we get to the uh, dinner table, but what what wasn't fine was you know having Celebrimbor Kele, already know about the Mithril, having Celebrimbor and and Gilgalad having more talks um, off camera uh, about the uh, issues. We needed some additional time with one of those two pairs, either more of uh, a, a scene with Celebrimbor and Elrond set before the, the dinner that kind of leads to you understanding that Celebrimbor has more going on, is more connected to uh, some of the stuff that you see with uh, Gil-Galad and, and uh, Elrond in the early episodes, or... You should have shown Celebrimbor and and uh, Gilgalads in in having a discussion or something right before the the dinner scene. Something to flesh because when we get to the dinner and it's just Gilgalad hard hitting uh, the dwarf, mm. the dwarf punching back, which is good. I I love all that. Yeah, but it the just, scene's fine. Yeah, I get it. It felt like I was dropped into into something that I I knew enough to understand it, but God, would it would it not have been better? And feel more, uh, feel more complete, less rushed. If we'd had one of those two types of of conversations to help build up that tension a little bit more, instead of just being dropped into the, hey, what do you got going going on in your mind? Uh, yeah, fuck I mean, you, I think... you, you, you insulted my people with this table. Beautiful joke, though. I love, I love that whole whole bit. I, but I yeah, mean, that's my I, I see biggest the, issue there. There's a couple of things here. So I see what they're, they're trying to show not tell. So they're trying to say that you are coming at this from, let's say, Durin and Elrond's point of view, not Gilgalad's and Celebrimbor's, right? Mm-hmm. And all we know from Durin is that something's going on, but he doesn't quite know what. And El- we know that Elrond doesn't really understand what's going on, but Durin's now confided in him. Um, mm-hmm. So we're kind of... We're, we're their point of view when they come into the table to sit down for the first time and, and we're, they're supposed to show us that by their actions you can tell that there is something going on there uh, and then later on they explain it. Um, I think but why and when did, did Elrond tell Celebrimbor about the Mithril? And why is that not a big deal? Maybe it uh, was Gilgalad and, and Celebrimbor well, no, have been talking about this. In the scene, in, in, at the, uh, oh, when the he last bit, he, he's like, about this Mithril. He's like, what about this Mith-? Like, he says it right there. That's why I'm saying, like, they, they should have at yeah, least I had something with Celebrimbor and, and Elrond before the dinner. It could have been a day before the, the dinner, whatever. I, um, yeah, I'll agree with just that. Just something. Yeah. I agree um, with that. And it and it becomes a a bigger issue when you when uh you look at the other two sides, when uh you know, you can see if if you agree with my other other two parts of the stories also having some some rushed elements. You can see where all three of them having that that element it definitely became kind of grating to where you're like okay this feels like a rushed episode or a mis mis edited episode what what's missing is there something missing i i don't know what what it was why it ended up this way but yeah that's i mean it was already a long episode so i'm oh, wondering yeah. whether they did they feel that they had to cut a few things 
from this. Should have made a um, ninth episode. This should have been episodes five and. I mean, or just make then, it but. even longer. Just make it a longer episode because who cares? You know, what I mean, people yeah, are not <laughs> people are not complaining about the length of the episodes at all. Uh, not Atkins, unless it's like no. I hate this. You know, one minute was enough, and why do you keep watching every episode? So yeah, um, that that's my issue with with that but the rest of it and the core the core of it i love and i love elron's dedication to his to his friend i love his i'm i'm wondering how far he was willing to walk that line but like i said the the fact that keller brimbor already knew is is weird to me because he swore an oath he's not willing to to break it to gilgalad but yes, he was willing to break it, it seems to... to me that that happened afterwards but then should that not been after he had the discussion with june you know, and Jordan's like, all right, you yeah. know, we'll try and convince my dad and, you know, we'll see if we can mine some of this shit. Let's yeah. go for it, kid. Um, so it's kind of wonky. <laughs> yeah. Hence see, the beat. <laughs> one, one of the yeah, reasons, but yeah. I have a little bit of issues with some of the lore at this bit as well. So they, they tell a nice little story and the way they present it is really nice to show you a kind of drawing of an elf and a balrog a tree mm-hmm. but even Elrond talks about this as as not necessarily a true story it's a it's a myth even for them right mm-hmm. and then they're basing all of this on this myth that they might not even be true that there's this stuff in the mountain how would they have got an inkling that it could have been there in the first place the dwarves were very secretive about it so something doesn't quite make sense for me then we add in the actual fates of all the Silmarils right so one of them is on Elrond's dad's head flying about in space right so that's one one of them is Maglor cast into the sea and is in the depths of the ocean somewhere Maglor the one who I think possibly could be Adar right the next one did end up in like a mountain, volcano, trapped under the bowels of the earth, you know, part of the, you know, but the idea was it went into, like, the crust of the earth and will yeah. never be kind of seen again. Where does the tree come into all of that? And, you know, I mean, the whole story of this. I mean, it's a nice, it's almost like a token-like story. I get it, mm-hmm. but it's a complete invention for this show. Um, well, and it seems to the- be almost like they're trying to give some magical quality to Mithril that maybe it didn't have before, right? So That's what I was going to ask is, so we know that Mithril is a great armor and if Mm -hmm. you've seen the movies and if you've read the books from from what I can remember, it's just a, hey, this is really good, good stuff. It's It's not like a... It's the Damascus steel of the... Yeah, it wasn't like Right. Yeah, it wasn't like this was some some uh, holy Valerian grail thing steel, that the whole you know, world wanted. Wanted. You know? Yeah. Mithril. It's it's, yeah. it's it's made up, but it's not. So is this like, just a magical as such? So they're However, they're just using this for right. their story, basically. Then, right? Well, is that the feel? Well, well, yeah. Okay, because you know, it's not that that Tolkien really went into the details of of where Mithril came from, other than that its other name was True Silver. Um, and there could be a connection, therefore, between silver as in moonlight, which, you know, mm-hmm. is now, oh, this is really getting in. So I have to be careful <laughs> how deep I go into this, right? So so there could be a connection, theoretically, that Tolkien never talked about 
in an offhand way between Moonlight, Mithril, and Moonlight does connect to the Silmarils because the Silmarils contain the light of the two trees. Uh, the nighttime tree, if you like, is the one mm. that a bit of it went up with um, to to um, to make the moon, right? So, yep. um, cut all that story short right there and then. That's it. But my, my concern with this is, right, we know in the lore that one of the rings, at least one of the rings of power, one of the elven three, is made of mithril. Now, in the mm. movies, it's the one that Galadriel wears called Nenya. That is made completely of mithril, right? There, we don't know what the other ones were made of because it was never specifically sort of stated. But mm. one of them, I think, the one Gandalf wears is gold, so you wouldn't think uh, automatically mithril with that one, you know? Yeah. Um, Could be an I, I don't know about the other one. The other one, Serdan's got at that point. Is it Serdan? No, it's not Serdan. Who's got the third elf ring at, that, at the point of Lord of the Rings? I can't remember. I don't remember. Doesn't matter. Um, probably Elrond, actually. Um, and um, as you know, so there is, you know, there is Mithril involved in the creation of at least you know one of the Elven rings, guaranteed. But I think what they're doing is they're trying to make it that almost. Let me explain, right? Tolkien doesn't have a hard magic system, right? So when Tolkien yeah. uses magic, it's mysterious. He never explains it completely. He never yeah. explains the limits of Gandalf's power. It's one of the most infuriating the... things there is. Right, okay. <laughs> that's a, but that style, that style is what allows countless years of discussion in the fan base yes. afterwards about, you know, what specifically could people do and couldn't they do, right? I know. You're talking to a Final, Final to... Fantasy player, so my magic needs yeah. hard rules. I need yeah. levels and, and so cost. As opposed to, <laughs> let's say, Wheel of Time, which we review as well, which is a hard magic system, right? The author yes. explained what it can do, what its limits are, where it comes from, all of that sort of stuff. What I'm getting at is that it kind of feels to me like they are creating a hard magic system for how the power of the three elven rings work or what the magic of the rings of power is because they've all got mithril in them mm. and i think that i don't know if i really like that because you know i don't think that's a necessity you know it's mm. not as if mithril's just the magic you know it's not unobtainium you right, know, or something right. like that, where it's all about that. And oh, no, right. That makes sense where they're talking, the it's got the light in us. And yeah, yeah, I can see. I can. And, you know, as someone that isn't as well versed in the in the lore, I really don't mind it. Like, I can see why they would want to use that. it. It's yeah. tangible enough from from the books and, and the movies. Uh, it's It's something that you can naturally work in between the relationship that you've built with Durin and, and Elrond. But I can also see your point to where it's like you're making a bigger deal out of something and, and you might be explaining a little bit too much. I can kind of see where that, that might get. But, uh, to me, it's where, what concerns me more is it's not like, okay, I know the lore's going to be different. I accept that. Right. And maybe this works out in the end and it works. It's quite a good device and I don't mind that. I'm prepared to accept that potentially, depending on what they do with it. <laughs> as what long as it's good, right? The, the characters, though. I don't get why Gil-galad and Kela Brimbor. Well, I have one possible solution. I'll, I'll give you a theory in a minute. Mm -hmm. um, so shady. Yeah, the I don't see why they would put so much stock into this legend. 
without some kind of proof, some kind of hard evidence that they had had beforehand, yeah. you know. Feels kind of rushed, huh? You know, yeah, yeah, I get mm. what you mean, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, that is more backstory for because yeah. this has clearly been going on since before episode one, right, yes. of, of the show. That's the point. And we don't necessarily know because we're not following him yet as a main character. We don't, we're don't. we not in Gilgalad's headspace or Keller yeah. Bimbor's headspace yet. I think we will get into some of their headspaces in later seasons. Um, so we're seeing it from Elrond and Duren's point of view. Again, go back to what I said at the start and how they see it. But unless they give me some more later on, which I can go back and go, that makes sense where yeah. they've actually got this, why they've believed that legend. I just don't see why Gil Galad, you know, was a pretty wise person and they wrote down a lot, would just believe some legend that was never written down and they never had any solid basis for. The elves kept good records, you know. That's where the Silver Alien comes from, the elves' yeah. records. <laughs> you know, that's the whole point. It's written by their record keepers oh, that's and what Numenor's they did. record yeah. keepers and, and then eventually yep. Frodo translates it all and writes it all down and stuff like that. That's the whole point. So I don't know, but here's my theory that what that might explain it. I I again will go back to the Sauron thing, right? Mm -hmm. Because I don't think we have met Sauron yet, or if we have, it's we would we would only find it in passing later on because he could theoretically be in multiple places at a time. Right. I mean, he could turn into a bat and fly if he wanted to. You know, but I think they have they have even possibly faster methods of travel where they can probably just become smoke or something and jam across mountains. Probably, um, what he has lightning. Um, I mean, travel at the speed maybe, of maybe I don't know. Again, Tolkien never gets into that kind of detail to yeah. see exactly how they can work. So it's, there is a lot of interpretation. Turns but into one of the key things is you can't you can't and, make and people the too powerful. You know, if you, the, one of the, the beauties of Tolkien is you, you hold back as much as you can on the power. You know, almost like Star Wars does. It never makes the Jedi. You know, you don't get that power creep where you know suddenly you know Luke and Vader or, or get galaxies in their hands. You don't. Yeah, them you don't have. Other, uh, it's so not powerful anime. Or like that. It's yeah, not yeah. anime. Yeah. Um, love stuff like that in anime. I mean, I get sometimes, it. There's a place sometimes. for it. There is a place. Oh, yeah, but you create not, your not universe here, with that there, in mind. Yeah. But you can't just suddenly change nope. your universe for one thing and another. So that that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, um, hundred percent agree. So my theory is that what we're going to find out is behind you know that tree that's getting all blackened and everything like that, mm -hmm. and that's got them worried i think the person causing that to happen directly is sauron and don't think by just his presence being back or anything like that the shit that you see happening in mordor i think that's different um i think he might actually be there in London, we haven't seen him yet, but he's there, and he's got Killer Brimbor's ear already, and it's his mm. ideas that are feeding this. So, what if we could do this? What if we could find some way to trap the light, etc., etc., etc.? Do you know what I mean? Yep. Um, but what I'm worried about is that they try and explain the ring's powers too much because they are left that a little bit. I mean, vague. it is called the rings of power, so I I expect but a healthy to, dose of, to of explain. Explicitly, you know, they all have. But we know what they all three of them do, but I don't need to know the ins and outs of how they made them to be able to do that. And then what 
you know, Sauron goes on, so plan, step one, you know, and mm-hmm. he, he adds bits to it, you know. You need, that, two, you know, you need two parts, Michelle, one part. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't want to see Sauron do that, you know, I just and want that, to see that, some cool shots here in Orange that, Rune. That kiln has level, to be you know? at two. Two hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah. No more. No less. Otherwise, otherwise the whole thing's just ruined. It, you know, some <laughs> magic. The elves have a certain amount of magic in them. And Caleb yeah. Brimbar as a descendant, I think he's a grandson of Feanor. You know, there is just some magic that was in Feanor that the Valar couldn't even do. Like he was the only one that could have made the Silmarils. And once mm-hmm. he made them, no one else could have ever broken them. Not even the Valor could have smashed them or broke them. He was the only one that knew the secrets to unlocking that, you know, and he refused to tell anyone else. So there's some magic in that bloodline where yeah. you can just create shit, right? And that's there's an element of that in the Rings of Power for me. It's not just Sauron, it's it's Keller Brimbor and Sauron together that makes that magic spark mm-hmm. where they, they get these things together. Like so I'm idea. wondering whether Sauron's <clears throat> really there and at the end of the season He's... we're going to get introduced to a character called Anatar. Some, uh... Like Kayla Brimber's going to turn around and go, Elrond, can I introduce you to Anatar? He's been helping me in this process. Yeah. And we're like, Some... there's Sauron. Some uh, mid mid middling elf just walking around is is the big is the big bad. I could see that. Where are we going to yeah. next, Cam? I don't know. Where, where, what other points would you have that you wanted to discuss? Okay, well, uh, I've got over most of my gripes and complaints and stuff. Uh, so on the Numenor side of things, I uh, let me say, pull out my my notes real quick. Um, the whole mission was the sabotage. Like I said, this this story had the least amount of it had the least amount of of like feeling rushed uh most of this stuff we've spent enough time on that we we have enough context some of the stuff with the roman guy the guy that looks like a, a roman okay, it's um, just not the base it's basically it he's awful, gonna keep it he's gonna have it every week clearly because he's I know, only I know, six right? um but, yeah, not the best. but him uh uh isildur's sister um like some of that stuff, yeah, that felt kind of choppy. You're like, okay, yeah, we we know there's some anti-elf stuff there, but all of a sudden you're supposed to whip up this this group against the the queen's wishes. It that was really the only one where I was kind of like, ah, maybe maybe you guys needed to fill that character out a bit more. Maybe it's the cost. I kind of felt throw, it was throwing like, me off. Like they needed. To, it was like almost like last week they hadn't done enough jobs subtly, like showing where Farrah's coming yeah, ex- from. Yeah, where exactly. the sun's coming from, why there is a dissension of what people want that they felt they had to to give it one step further this week, if that makes sense. Um, and I'm not sure that was necessarily needed. Um, I yeah, like so it far kinda... Isildur's story, yeah, but I, you know, him stowing away and then the whole barrel thing, and they come back and everybody's like, Oh, yeah, there was a it was somebody blew up a barrel that yeah. it's clearly fucking you two wasn't it you know yeah. that, if I was Ellen though I'd be like well what were you used to do in the boat yeah. at that time it was you just know? a way for the writers to get him back on the boat I know, back on the boat under his dad's I know, good graces I think they like, could have, could have done a better something else yeah, yeah for that yeah, exactly have him just do something that is heroic that happened all of a sudden you know rather yeah. than something that was a bit more contrived 
and with with the with the duel, you know, the group duel against uh, Galadriel, for the most part, it's it's fine. Yeah, it's it's a bit corny. And to to anyone out there that wants to go marry Sue again, she's thousands and thousands of years <laughs> years old. She has been fighting, like she said. That's all she knows how to do. do. Yeah. For centuries, she has been fighting, and these are. Numenorians who can live a while, they don't live as long as her. And these were young I mean, Numenorians. If, if, we, if we're going by the books and who could one more who could one v one Galadriel at this point, you're looking at Gil Galad, mm-hmm. maybe Elendil in the books, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't yeah. know what his skills is like in the show because we haven't seen him fight yet, but in the books, yeah. And Sauron himself. Yeah. And, and that's even about you it. said Sauron would be like, let me, let me, yeah. let me prep. Sauron's not <laughs> let me do some, ba- some Batman is, prep. It's <laughs> never been a fighter. Um, yeah. I mean, Sauron fought Galadriel's brother uh, reluctantly, but you know, I won't go into all the ins and outs of what happened because it's complicated. But yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't a straight fight, and Sauron yeah. was is not the kind of person that has a fair fight with somebody for a right. you know to prove they're a good fighter. That's not right. him. That's so not him. Uh, the the duel was fine overall. Like I said, my my biggest issue was the the choreography. You get to the point where you li- literally have two of the people just waiting behind for for their move for their 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 turn. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did I did like that. Uh, how it ended up the whole the dude did manage to you know cut through well, her, I was going her to fabric say that. i wish yeah. they would have actually shown cuz you just see cut through the fabric so i i thought maybe she was she didn't get cut cuz they said you got to cut flesh you should have seen blood or skin through the through the cut in my mind cuz yeah, yeah, i was yeah, actually I, que- I was actually questioning whether or not it was going to play into the story where she was like look he didn't score flesh but that that guy you know i thought maybe they were going to set something up but in in reality, they were like, "Yeah, that that's good enough." I thought enough, at first so. they were going to have Isildur jump in, and, and it would have been Isildur that scored. Mm, a hit that would have been her. that would have been better to get on and on his dad's good graces. Said, than well, you the, said uh, they would promote him, and then thing. he like, well, yeah. I can't promote somebody that's not even a soldier, so piss off. But then he went, "All right, maybe I should, you know, bring you in, but I'm putting you at the lowest level." But I kind of like how they're giving more some of his friends as well. One of the things I do appreciate about that battle is they didn't make the Numenorians look crap you know mm, it no, was more just that talented. she is a, a step an above. elf versus a man is usually a, 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 a one-sided battle anyway right because yeah. we've talked about this before elves are like superhuman compared to, to men right mm-hmm. so so she's got that advantage right away strength speed you know experience thousands and thousands of years fighting in battles the countless that most humans would never fight in one single lifetime you know she's got all that going for her so you don't expect them to compete with her but i like that they were not shit <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. that they actually you know they did um, have some good moves and they were good fighters because the Numenorians also come from you know, high stock there, you know, these are the legends that, you know, are the forebears of Aragorn, who's one of the greatest fighters in the, you know, and the, by the time we get to the movies and stuff like that. So, so I was quite pleased they didn't make them look like idiots. Yeah. And I guess maybe there's been enough over the, the few episodes, but it, it feels kind of uh, like it's been a while since we've dealt with, uh, dealt with uh, Halbrand for, for a minute. So his turn from no reluctant king to yeah fuck it i'll uh damn it see there goes enough bomb i think one i can get away with without marking <laughs> explicit um uh 
I think his his turn to from reluctant to you know screw it I'll I'll do it felt not necessarily quick here but it just felt like I know it needed to happen here but I felt like we should have had more of his interactions closer to that to this moment but overall okay um, you know there's yeah. still people kill that are convinced how brand Sauron really yeah. <laughs> It's all, it's all I mean, right. why why would he do any of the things that he's doing if he's Sauron? I just don't get it. But, I, don't, um, I don't know. And Sauron doesn't possess people like straight up to control and puppet like that, does he? Whenever he's taking a persona that's something of his own or what? I mean, we, I don't know. I don't okay. know. You wouldn't have any way to kind of um, Well, I, I didn't know that. if, if in the nothing, books he had ever No, because he doesn't, you know, the possess. only time we hear about yeah. him appearing in a fair form really is when he goes to try and you know convince the elves to make the rings of power and yeah. teach them ring lore and all that sort of stuff um, and there's not that much written about what actually happens all we know is that he gets rejected by Gil-Galad supposedly gets rejected by Galadriel and then gets accepted by Celebrimbor yeah. you know that's that's basically the way it works in the lore and then they find out when it's him when he goes off and makes the one ring and puts it on they go oh we've been deceived you know and mm-hmm. you get all of that from the prologue of lord of the yeah. rings movie the fellowship of the rings so you know, we know um i guess let's talk real quick about the southlands i mean i was going to say we've still got the southlands or the harfoots so which one would you rather talk about i'll say the harfoots for for last because i know you got some theories on on mm. meteor man and some more stuff after this episode um not too much to say with the Southlands, but they they did have again the the issue with things being fast. Uh, the whole pep speech from from uh, the would be uh, mm-hmm. queen queen in the South, if you will. Yeah. It 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 came on real sudden. You the way we feel from from episode to episode is they they've only been in this tower a couple of days. We haven't seen much other than the the one time where she's discussing food, where any any type of rousing speech would would really lead to something for or or from her. It felt again rushed. It's not that this shouldn't have happened. There just should have been more before it it happened. More choices she was making something that that showed that that the people actually have some some trust and and value in in her because when when we get to it and she's like let's fight you're like for what for for who no no i get you uh yeah i where i would say is actually and what her giving that rousing speech then despairing herself later on Mm-hmm. to Arendir didn't make sense to me the despair scene should have come before then Arendir yeah. gives her the pep talk then the speech should come afterwards if that makes yeah. sense in fact it would have been better for Waldrick to I take people that. away um, before she made the speech and then she makes the speech to just the people who are left do you know what I mean yeah. or at the same you know almost like so it's not like she's having to give a pep speech but I've got a few yeah. issues with this storyline was it just those three elves in that tower in that watchtower and they it were all it seems like it, it. because well, where are all I think the there was maybe elves? a few more well they were pulling out so I'm guessing I mean, other outposts camps we were all and, saying like and things. well they never ca- they never attacked the tower so all they got was the people who were out looking for Arndir his friends so his commander yeah. and his power out looking for them they caught them as well where did all the other elves go was it just the yeah. three of them in that tower so there should be more elves there I think and it would have been interesting to explore them 
maybe being less trustful of the humans and thinking they're just as, you know, having that attitude again. I have another query about there is they find this statue with what looks like this evil blade. Yes. And what's clear from that is that the elven structure above it was built on top of something that was actually there to worship Morgoth in the first stage, or else mm-hmm. why would there be a statue of this evil being holding that specific sword? Yeah. Does that make sense? You know, why no, would the absolute, elves just absolutely. leave that there? They would, you'd think they would have got rid of that, like... Painted. Well, if you, if you went in your house and you bought a new house, Kel, and there was a satanic uh, ritual stuff painted in the basement, you know, you could clear, like, there's been a bit of blood. Somebody's can, clearly. Can I, can I convert the house? Uh, is my zoning, does it allow me to make a haunted house every Halloween and charge money? Because then I'm I mean, keeping. I, no, I, I get it. Yes, I paint, paint like, over you, it. You'd probably just put a lack of paint on it, you know, or you'd go, I'm, t- I'm covering that up with a wardrobe. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yep. where was the wardrobe guy and, and that? You know, because they just so they let moss and vines grow over the yeah. top of it and then just left this horrific statue there. That didn't make sense to me either. So maybe explain. You know, this is where I could accept a bit of exposition where yeah. he says, look at this. Our tower was built over the top of, you know. Yep. And, and despite you know, our attempts, nothing could break this rock or Maybe some, something some like crap, that, you know. know? So we sure. just figured we'd grow leaves over the top of it to hide it, you know. Um, that That's exposition I can get behind, you know. Whereas it was just, look at this. It just so happens this statue is right here where we need it to be. And this explains to us that this is some sort of symbol where if he stabs somebody with a sword, some bad shit's going to happen. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And that's what it seems like to me. Somebody has to use the sword, then mm-hmm. stab somebody else with it, and then something else will happen. Yeah. That's what the, the statue seems to be indicating to me. What? I don't know. Well, we'll... we'll probably find out in, in a couple of episodes at at least because that's been a, a bit of a MacGuffin for for uh this first season you ready to talk some harfoots yeah yeah why not so what what do you what are you thinking on meteor man now man he's learning he's learning some uh common common tongue is that what it's called yeah uh he's learning a little bit of common he's le- learning uh sure. a little bit about like the world it, itself and uh displayed some magic powers yeah that so he may or may not control very, very well so likes i like the way that when he's learning new words it's in nori's accent because that's where he's learning them from so mm-hmm. he's bringing the same accent with him you know so mm-hmm. that's nice um um, but I feel that it's taking maybe a little bit too long for him to kind of work out who he is. I like, I kind of feel that the first thing that some you would say to somebody is, you know, me Nori, what's your name? <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and like, before he couldn't talk, he just writes a, a kind of rune, if you like, um, or a, a star map. I'd, I'd kind of feel that they should maybe be progressing that because I'm getting a bit bored to kind of mute guy that can't speak anymore i want to actually get to the point where but i feel that they're going to keep this hanging on for the whole of season one and then they're going to say huh you thought it was sauron but it's not really it's this guy and then suddenly he's going to be like normal after that and mm-hmm. you know he'll just have suddenly got to the point oh i've got my speech back do people you know, online still think power. he's uh he's yeah, there's a lot of people uh, still think he could be gandalf yeah um, there is, How are um, you feeling? Still solid blue elf or blue elf, blue elf. <laughs> blue it makes. Wizard. I mean, all we can do is go by the lore here. So if we go by the lore, it shouldn't be Gandalf, right? Um, right. Because 
there is talk that Gandalf did visit um, Middle Earth in the Second Age, but he wouldn't have done it as an Astari, which means trapped in a human body. Now, what they're going to great care, I think, to show in this is that this is a being that's not used to being in a human body. You see mm-hmm. it when he slams the ground, and afterwards he's he doesn't understand and, yeah, what the bruising is. What's what? that? You know, what's yeah. pain? What's death? You know, he doesn't know these things. You know, and it's not like a, a Maya wouldn't understand this, but they, you know, they can't contain all of that <clears throat> infinite knowledge in a human brain. So it like takes a while for their human brain to jumble it all up and they forget shit. You know, <clears throat> that's that's kind of the way the process works. So they're not, they don't have their full knowledge. They don't have their full power. You know, they've not been sent there to like uh, Sauron's one. We'll send you four. Go kick his ass and bring him back mm-hmm. here, because the last time they did that, it destroyed an entire continent. You know, what I mean, that's the that's wow, the point. Wow, wow, wow. That's how they get rid of Morgoth. Um, yeah. You know, but if they do keep doing that all the time, then there's going to be no land for them to live on. <laughs> you know, so they don't do that. You know, this time they don't interfere, and this this is their way of helping, but but putting limits on it so they can't go kind of power to power. And to me, that's what they're showing with this character. They're mm-hmm. showing that um, he has clearly wizard-like abilities. He is not a human, but he's trapped in a human-like kind of body, if you like, and yeah. he's bound by its limitations and doesn't understand them at this moment in time. Um, and I mean, I think the whole, they were, I think they're trying to, again, with the whole Sauron, like the way the ice goes up her, you know, her arm mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff. I just think that was her putting her hand where it shouldn't have been. Yes. Him not being able to fully control his powers properly. Yes. I mean, it seems like he's almost sorry for what he did to the Fireflies in that earlier yeah. episode. You know, yep. and even though he says to him, it's just an accident, you know, yep. I mean, you didn't mean to do that. And I do You're actually believe that at this point. I think that was the word they were using. Yes, apparel. he calls him, yeah. I'm at apparel. Yeah. And she's yep. saying, no, you're good. But they could, yep. they could, I mean, they could just for dramatic effect, turn around, it was Sauron all along. <laughs> and, it, you know, at that point, I may <sighs> not do this podcast anymore because that's the point Ooh. I would probably switch off from this show because yeah. I would just go, sorry, that's just bad writing. So if they made that character Sauron now, it's just bad writing for me because why would Sauron limit himself to the way an Astari? He is not an Astari. Yeah. He is a Maya who is not bound by any of those rules. He could appear any way he wants. He would have his full capacity of knowledge. So why behave like this? What's the mm-hmm. purpose of it all? It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Yeah, I can I can see that. Definitely. Well, any other thoughts, man? I've probably talked enough. What about you? Yeah, I think I think I'm, I think I'm good. Good as well. It's it's been a fun show. Definitely one of the uh, 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 lows for the series for for different reasons, but not bad. And it, it's always no, weird. It's always weird to to talk negative stuff like like that and be like, you know, uh, um, we still like it. Uh, it's much different than when when uh, people were talking about 2016. Oh, the the writing is bad versus hey, you needed a little bit more here or to to cut it differently. Uh, the writing was bad. Uh, the 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 uh, graphics aren't aren't great. The pacing's weird, and and the comedy is is uh, a little a little too much. But I still really like the movie. Give it an A. And it's like no, you, no, you didn't. You you hated it, and you just didn't want to be be called something. This it it is kind of weird to to be negative on it but still 
have it had been good and I hope but if we, we didn't have criticism, explained that it would be enough. an A every week yeah. Yeah. You know, and not every episode needs to be an A plus every week I no, mean it would be great not... if they could manage that but I don't think even Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul managed an A we're, plus uh, every week you know there was not... some best episodes you know what yeah, it was a B you know, we're not Nick grading a Marvel so- show. So, <laughs> what is what is, does he like? She Hulk so far, dude. He gave the like first four episodes A's and A A minuses. Okay, but what about episode five? Is that, I was think that, he what, gave what, what, it what, like a six? B some something. That one I think he gave a a B as well. Because the last two, were or maybe a C. I was like, no, I no, kind of no. liked it up to that. I wouldn't give it any of the money, but I kind of liked it up to that. But but yeah. the last two were awful. None but of, yeah, none of them are. None of them are. Anyway, A's. but yeah, but Lord anyways. of the Rings, the Rings of Power is still decent at it's the moment. Still very, we're still very good watching so it. Far. I'm still looking forward to watching the new show when it comes out every Friday for sure. Yep, absolutely. And you guys can hear our reviews on that on the Genreverse podcast uh, network and YouTube channel. Lots of great shows, uh, like Breaking Geek Radio uh, does a little bit of everything. Long form, very long form. But we use, use timestamps for you guys, so you can uh, hop through the, the topics. Uh, Daily Cog does that, but more often during the week and uh, is much shorter. Uh, uh, the Cantina's doing uh, Andor right, right now, Marvel Multiverse, Mayhem's doing She-Hulk. We have anime versal reviews we're doing our uh uh finale uh review of classroom of the elite season two uh live so if you're you're into anime or you watch that and you're you're here checking this out as well don't don't forget about the live show uh monday night uh 9 15 p.m eastern time uh what else do we got oh avr squared reactions and uh genre, genre shot trailer reactions all the audio podcast all the podcasts go up in in audio format on all of the popular apps like google and spotify apple uh and of course the website lrmonline.com every day for all your entertainment ne- news needs opinions written articles celebrity interviews and more a lot to see but yeah. you know we've got a lot of content it's yeah. as much as that it's a lot it's a Saturday mate we tend to do this. that's the only thing I, I, I don't dislike about Friday shows uh, when they're on that late you have to record them on a Saturday yeah yeah because Cam has to go play soccer or some crap like that whatever yeah I play football <laughs> on a Friday mate we done we out we're out see you next week folks uh, we'll be back for obviously episode 6 we've got episode 6, 7 and 8 to go so if the episode's left and we'll get to the finale and we'll maybe get some answers to some of the questions we had this week thanks for watching and we'll see you next week bye redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.